it's Angelina and Brianna and welcome to the Discuss the Cusp podcast where we discuss all things millennial and Gen Z hosted by two 2000s cuspers. All right okay so today we're gonna talk about movie franchises mm-hmm. Yay! and what's a franchise? Okay so um, we're defining franchise as three movies or more Check. and we're only talking about franchises that started in the 1990s to the 2010s because that's millennial and gen z Mm -hmm. so because there's a lot of franchises out there of course so many iconic ones but we have to narrow it down a little bit you know yeah just i mean look at our name that's what we're talking about exactly Mm -hmm. but that works out anyway because by the 1990s franchises really became pretty much common a lot of them were really big back then And this kind of was a trend that pretty much continued to today. Like, a lot of stuff is just the really big movies. They're all franchises, and it's really common Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. see these movies be part of more and more and more, whether it be prequels or sequels or spinoffs. Throughout the (laughs) day, no, I know. (laughs) All right, yeah. Throughout these, like, two decades, three decades? Three, I'd say. Three, yeah. Okay. Throughout these three decades, a lot has changed within the franchise genre, I guess you could Mm -hmm. say. like Yeah, I guess. Industry? Industry, yeah. Yeah. A lot has changed within the franchise industry. For Mm -hmm. one example is the genres. So back in the 1990s, it was more slice of life, you know, pretty realistic. And then in the early 2000s, it a very dramatic switch to fantasy. Oh, yeah. I've noticed that. Very, very apparent shift. So that's like when like Mm -hmm. Lord of the Rings came out and Harry Potter. Nice. And then that kind of fantasy genre really switched again, pretty, Mm -hmm. pretty starkly to dystopians Mm -hmm. and young adults. Like, oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, that's where that era. Yeah, that was a big (laughs) era for like, especially us. Yeah, that was like preteen for us, yeah. right? Yeah. That was, that was like early 2010s. That was really big. And with mm-hmm. these kind of franchises comes some new ways of showing it off. Like, for example, Harry Potter, which I had previously mentioned, was one of the first big franchises to split their finales into two films. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember when that happened and it was like so it crazy. Was it was a huge mm-hmm. thing. And then a bunch of franchises afterwards try to yeah. carry on that trend, but... Mm-hmm. Twilight comes to mind for that one. Varying success comes to mind. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, like, here are the top franchises um, from our generation. So, MCU, Marvel mm. Cinematic Universe, huge one. I think there's, like, what, 27 movies so far? I counting? think so. Overall, yeah. Um, and then there's Star Wars, of course, classic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then there's the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, like you mentioned before, mm-hmm. also iconic. Very big. Um, yeah, and then there's uh, Avengers, Spider-Man, X-Men, and Batman. Like the spin-offs. Just, yeah, mm-hmm. like the MCU, like the uh, the superhero movies. So there's usually a lot of those. Um, and there's like Middle Earth, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, mm-hmm. spin-offs. That sequels. was huge back in 2001, I believe. It won like every single award it was okay crazy. i'm gonna like 
I'm gonna out myself right now. I've never seen The Lord uh, of the Rings or The I, Hobbit. I can I can <laughs> I can see why. I disagree. I've never, okay, yeah, I know I know how you feel. I got about the that, books too. Just, oh, okay. So you're a fan fan. No, a fanatic. I just like it. <laughs> okay, all right. What are some um, others? Yeah, uh, Jurassic Park, very iconic. Mm. And there's like the reboot as well. Mm. Um, and then there's the Fast and the Furious movies. Too many of those. There's like nine right now. I feel like there's more. There's a lot. There's a um, lot. Honestly, if there's going to be like, there's, I think, if there is going to be a 10, uh, Fast and Furious 10, it should be fasten your seatbelts. Because I, that's not mine, but like I saw it on Twitter and I'm like, yo, that's genius. So if they have like a uh, Fast and Furious 10, that better be the title. I love when sequels have puns. That like, I don't make the rules. They have to do that. So, okay, those are really, those are the big ones. Those are so great. But I feel like there's Mm. so many more that are maybe not as, you know, top of mind that I still think Mm -hmm. are very, very influential. Like, for example, you mentioned, especially in our kind of age group. So for Mm -hmm. the older to younger Gen Z, you mentioned earlier Twilight. That was a Mm -hmm. cultural reset. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. Oh, my God. And Hunger (laughs) Hunger Games. We had Home Alone was so cute. Everyone's seen it. (sighs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Toy Story. That one recently came back with the fourth movie. I thought they were going to stop at three, if I'm being honest. I didn't see any of them. Oh, wow. Really? I I know. I'm not Gen Z anymore. (laughs) There's also High School Mm -hmm. Musical which was again these were like Mm -hmm. massive ones but i feel like just to our specific generation yes Mm -hmm. and like high school what was interesting at like high school musical it was like it was originally a Mm decom and then the third one was in the theaters yeah i think they just had to bank on the popularity yeah now they even have a spinoff kind of show Mm. very silly (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. but we'll talk about it later maybe yeah Mm mm-hmm Pirates of the Caribbean is one of my favorites. Ooh, that's a good one. That one's I haven't very seen all of them. Cusper, I feel. Probably. I haven't seen the whole series. I've seen a couple. Yeah. Um, and like this one is very special because our my school's fight song is one of the themes. Really? Not the fight song, but like our uh basketball team. I think I'm outing my school right now. Um, that is so I'm, I think cool. I'm doxing myself. Yeah, so like at the basketball games and stuff, like they'll play the I think it was like hoist the colors that scene. Oh yeah, and then everybody just goes crazy about that. Anyways, I love the soundtrack. That's yeah, a good one. Iconic. And then like really younger kids, they probably have seen. Mm-hmm. There's like a Diary of a Wimpy Kid kind of franchise mm-hmm. with like a yeah. lot of movies. That one yeah, surprised me. Like, there was like there's a lot of books. I love the books throwback to like elementary school i love the books <laughs> also like all there was like a reboot of that wasn't it and it was like really bad i don't know i'm not in this i i saw like it was trending on twitter people were talking about like the new reboot and then there was like a new roderick oh i remember that <laughs> remember the hashtag that? Yeah. not my roderick mm-hmm. yeah oh my that God. was weird i didn't watch that reboot but like it was weird i don't know just, i'm like, against live actions to be honest also all of these are like books do you notice that oh that's tr- i mean almost well, yeah. yeah actually yeah interesting i'm not surprised they have to their screen ad- screen adaptations if it's a popular book it's most likely gonna be a movie that's true but with adaptations there are some mm-hmm. really bad ones that don't translate well like well 
So way back in the day, there was, they made an attempt to have a series of unfortunate events be a franchise. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't go well. I didn't like it. Did you see it? I actually have, like, I think the first movie on DVD. Uh-huh. It was weird. Yeah. I don't know. I, like, we, like, my, I think we bought it, like, old, when it first came out. Yeah, me too. I don't, I, just, I can't put my finger on it. It just wasn't right. It was something different. Wasn't it also, like, on Netflix as well? Maybe. Oh, but that's a show. Isn't it, like, the same thing, kind of? Well, it's part of the franchise. It's a, yeah, franchises. Right? Yeah. Are, I feel like a lot of franchises are now adapting to television, mm-hmm. which is a very weird process to me. I don't get it. It's, like, going, it's, like, it. almost, like, going backwards, where, like, TV yeah. now is the prime video. Mm-hmm to watch versus going to movies it's a, it's a weird time but i know everybody who's listening they want us to talk mm-hmm. about the last airbender because that was probably I... one of those well-known failed franchises yeah. oh really was it supposed to be a franchise it was definitely supposed to be a franchise they had it set up to be like book one book two book three mm, they okay. probably like would have the... split it too mm-hmm. and it's live action it was so. live action I don't know. It can work. I haven't seen it work. But mm-hmm. with these kind of failed franchises, mm-hmm. what's really fascinating is how important the first director can be. Like every choice they make, because they're casting, they're picking mm-hmm. the scenes, they're translating the book. And if it doesn't go well, like for the examples mm-hmm. I previously said, they mm-hmm. tank the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. Like, if because if you don't like the first movie, no one's going to see the second one, even if exactly. it's, like, a perfect movie. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because The Last Airbender, I know the director is M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. And he's, um, I think he's a thriller um, director. I think he mainly um, directs those types of thriller movies. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was kind of interesting that he did The Last Airbender because The Last Airbender typically isn't that thrilling yeah there's not a lot of suspense there right it's like a kid show originally right pretty much what i've noticed when it comes to directors is you have to pick the director for that type of movie for example with harry potter or... i was just about i was gonna bring that up oh yeah. awesome mm-hmm. yeah well my maybe we picked different movies because there's like eight of them <laughs> yeah but for mine for the i forgot which movie it was it might have been order of the phoenix the one where mm-hmm. the press was going after harry like relentlessly, I like, think it was Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, in yeah. Order of the mm-hmm. Phoenix, they specifically picked a director who had a history in doing political films because mm-hmm. the message was supposed to be very political. He knew how to structure that kind of story, what to put in, what to not. Yeah. So they specifically mm-hmm. picked that specific director for that specific movie, and they kind of did this for all the movies. They mm-hmm. picked the strengths and weaknesses of each director, and it kind of made the movie whether good or bad. And I find that yeah. so fascinating. And there's so much pressure on directors when it comes to franchises mm-hmm. not so much continuing it but just that very first step of even it needs to be getting good. it off yeah yeah so then you can continue if the first one needs to be hit if you plan on making more movies pretty much but all right all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so also there is the myth that like movie theaters are dying um and it was rumored um yeah, it was while it was rumored that um, 
the movie industry is like dying, um, young consumers are the ones who are enjoying movie theaters more because of like the big fandom movies. Yeah, the big fandom movies like your um, Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm. um, your Harry Potter's probably, and right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so nearly half of all, like, all moviegoers are, like, under the age of 25. I know we, like, when it comes to Marvel movies, oh, yeah. we watch it together. Yeah, we do. I love those times. Because it's... It's, like, our tradition. Oh, I think so. And a lot of people, I feel like, feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Especially with franchises. Because it's just a huge experience. And that's something that millennials... And I think even when it comes to movies, Gen Z really, really enjoys. Because there's nothing like living through that whole experience. Because mm-hmm. for a lot of these, these are over three to four movies. So these are like years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, for example, the MCU, that's been going on for over 10 years. And you grow up with yeah. it. You go to the movie theater, maybe mm-hmm. see with the same people like me and you do. Mm-hmm. And it's just so special and you can't really replace being in that theater and experiencing it for the first time kind of pace and then everybody's reactions you can hear if something happens like oh my god i love reactions if i if i don't see it in the movie theater there's like a youtube channel that does audience reactions Mm -hmm. and it just like you can't really bottle happiness but like it's such an experience that people want to watch those kind of videos and this is something that really can't be replaced with streaming so Mm -hmm. you know you can always buy the movie on netflix or hulu or wherever has it but Mm -hmm. millennials they want to watch it in the movie theater they want to have that loudness the sound the picture the friends the sneaking in the candy and Mm -hmm. while streaming is very popular no one is denying that millennials love Mm -hmm. streaming and watching tvs and movies still gen Mm -hmm. z has been kind of the one that has been pulling away Watching movies and entertainment and that kind of source has been kind of creeping out to the edge. So while I don't think movie theaters are dying, I think they're in a weird place meeting in the middle with streaming. They're in like a limbo a little bit. Yeah. So not only do they like watching movies and having that experience, it's one of the biggest drivers for them to go to the movie theaters. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because like who goes there for a one-off kind of movie these days, right? you know? It's like an experience, like you said. And if you watched the first movie in the theaters, you kind of want to do it again. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're very passionate about it. If you stick with the movie, you want to see it through, like the franchise. If you see the first one, you have to watch all of it. Yeah. So you're kind of – you have to commit. It is. And millennials actually really like having that passion and that commitment. They actually care about movie franchises more than pretty much the total of people who go to the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. And 32% of them say that they're passionate at least from 32% of them say they're passionate about at least one movie franchise. And I think I am in that 32%. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think it's more than one movie franchise. Honestly, there's so many. They're so good. They're franchises for a reason. Exactly. And I know for like what I've seen differently is that like before in other generations, like if you like waited outside a movie theater, people would like label them like geeks and stuff. Oh, yeah. But now it's fine. It's kind of normal. Now it's so cool. I've seen people dress up 
and go to the movie theater. Cosplay? I guess. Cosplay, I just yeah. say dressing. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I've seen people so excited. Like, uh, it's not really a franchise, but the Suicide Squad, there were so many people at the movie theater dressed oh, like Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And, you know, like I said earlier, the sneaking in the food, the... Remember when Captain America grabbed his hammer and we just oh, held yeah. hands? Yeah, everybody freaked out. Everybody were like... <gasps> Me and like, you. Endgame, Endgame and like um Infinity War. Those two were Yeah. So And my, I can't just like ugh. scream and hold your hand mm-hmm. in like my couch. That's yeah, not a thing. Exactly. But you have to in theaters because like that's like where it's okay. It's so like fun. you're supposed to react. Yeah, some people go to movie theaters specifically to have people react. Like to have that. Because you can watch it in silence at home if you like the silence yeah but a lot mm-hmm. of people they want to be like the oohs and the ahs <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and then you want to be part of that too yeah but with this comes hollywood's idea of what we want Ugh. yeah their push for like reboots remakes sequels and prequels i have an issue with that we'll discuss that a little bit later so audiences are like typically ignore everything that isn't a sequel adaptation or reboot yeah and hollywood is market is, and, like, the market for films based on stories that aren't already famous is kind of hanging on by a thread. That's true. I mean, think about how many movies have come out in the last five years that wasn't part mm-hmm. of a franchise. Did you see any of them in a theater? Did you care? Probably. I don't I, don't I really can't so. remember. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, Hollywood sees this, and now mm-hmm. it's kind of become a, a really big thing where they Ugh. went towards the market and mm-hmm. then really overcorrected, I think. Yeah, so by doing this, it's making them bigger and more expensive mm-hmm. and making something that, uh, they can bear fruit from from a long time. So like a cash cow type of thing. Yeah. And it's a proven success. Pretty much. I personally don't like reboots, remakes, or... Um, reboots and remakes is where... Or revivals is kind mm-hmm. of where I'm at. Sequels and prequels, okay. But like... Depends. If something is already good... Why make another one? Just leave it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot. I think. No. I think in general it's mm-hmm. a good idea. I think lately it's been so much. Like everything is no. just digging up from our childhood. Like Mm-mm. everything is just, you know. Nostalgia. Everybody's banking well, on nostalgia. The thing is millennials and Gen Z, they love nostalgia. They, they go towards, they would go towards mm-hmm. their childhood or nostalgia shows or movies more so than they would new. And. I think that's the problem. I can see that, yeah. Because I think, like, there should be some more creative... Balance. Yeah, I mean, it's... But to, like, there can be some remakes or reboots, but, like, to keep on doing it, no. Like, is there any other ideas that they oh, have? I agree. I know, yeah. And, like, I know there was, like, a year ago or two that I think in the works a reboot of The Princess Bride, and that's oh, literally one of my favorite movies. That's a good one. Yeah, and like you don't, like, don't remake it, don't reboot it, like just leave it be. It's a classic for a reason. Just banking on nostalgia. I mean, I like nostalgia, but like to remake literally every single little thing kind of bothers me. Like put out something new. Yeah, well, the problem is they don't want to risk it. Like lame. It's like you said, it's proven success. They know it'll work. They know people will buy it. It's. I'm more upset about live actions versus oh, that's yeah, anything else. But that's a different topic. 
Mm-hmm. But live actions have been a very weird, unenjoyable it's, time. <laughs> it's not good at all. Yeah, sequels are sometimes, especially when it's like years later, mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. And mm-hmm. people notice that. I think there's a big decline in what people like. And a lot of those come from just natural changes you have to make when it's been so long or you're yeah. taking it in a whole new direction. Like, Changing the actors, changing the genre, changing Mm -hmm. the tone, or even just like waiting. There, what is that movie where Avatar? Oh yes, where there's like ten year gaps, and it's like no one cares if it's like a ten year gap Mm -hmm. between everything. It's like crazy. Is it like? Is it still going on? Yeah, they plan to make like six movies or something like that, and it's like pre-planned to like. 2040 or something but it like no one cares yo no one cares i totally forgot about that but like it was, <laughs> how much did it make i think before marvel came well, in it was the top that was movie like the right highest, yeah it was like the highest grossing but i time. hear but no one likes it and i've never heard mm. anyone really talk about it like if they compliment it it's about the visuals which at the yeah. time credit where credit's due it mm-hmm. was a beautiful movie but mm-hmm. time has changed and, and cgi it didn't has go gone with better. it yeah mm-hmm. the movie didn't go with it mm-hmm. so it's... any bad sequels you can think of bad sequels. or just in general with like a franchise uh, not that not really i think it kind of just focus on like the just the main sequels and main franchises yeah. don't really branch out that much Gotcha. Oh, but you know we didn't talk about Shrek. Did we talk about Shrek? That's like, a classic. That's Gen Z and millennial, though. That's true. Because like the first one came out in two thousand one. Yeah, I yeah. It, it was millennial times, but Gen Z mm-hmm. really took it. Yeah, like they really took it. Favorite one? Oh my gosh. Okay, controversial opinion. I think the third one. I was about to say the third one, too. <gasps> really? The third one's a good one. Oh, my yeah. God. I thought we were going to fight. No. I actually like the third one. Oh, okay. Also, the third Harry Potter movie. Is oh, okay. One. Yeah, that's not that's not arguable. Mm-hmm. That's not, like, ev- is that a fact that the third that one, one is, is the best factual. one? Okay. Just making sure. Getting my facts straight. <laughs> <laughs> Verifying. No. Nope. But, yeah, the, like, the shift from that, like, the directors, like, you talked about earlier, mm. that's what I was going to mention. Because the first two, you can tell it was, like, light and it was more oh, kid-based. But, like, and then the third one, like, that one went dark. Like, actually, like, lighting and everything. And it was so well done. It was so pretty. The transitions, the everything. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And I think it's really important to have directors who are very passionate about the project. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. where the fourth one fails, Goblet of Fire, mm-hmm. is because the director didn't care he didn't even really read the source material and he didn't watch Uh, the movies before him which is like how do you do that how do you not want to like he was Mm -hmm. he it's like out of context basically yeah it was weird you have to pick (laughs) your directors carefully Mm -hmm. but no there's so many really good franchises just based on you know the actors the characters Mm -hmm. um what's your favorite um I'd have to say Marvel. Is that basic of me to say Marvel? It's big. I understand why. The specific movie in that franchise? Um, so the franchise within the franchise, my personal favorite is mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Uh, of course. Of course. 
Well, I had to say it. That so one good. is. I love him and all. <laughs> like even in yeah. TV show adaptations, mm-hmm. Spider Man's always been like a favorite amongst everyone. Mm-hmm. Like even yeah, in the superhero. comics, he was big. Oh yeah. Well, that's why the MCU didn't have him for the longest time. Is because it was like Sony, wasn't it? Well, yeah, and Sony didn't want to let him go because he was again the most famous yep. superhero. But that worked out, I think. Hopefully, um, we don't know. My favorite franchise. Mm-hmm. It's tough, but I am going to say Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. or. Okay, I'm gonna say another controversial one. Okay. Uh, Hotel Transylvania. Okay, <laughs> I I've, I think I've only seen. There's like four the movies first, or something. There's four. Yeah. There's four. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, there's. I've I think I've only seen one and two. I think it's cute and I think it's funny and I love Selena, it is. so I support. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second oh. one was so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one was really good. Why are sequels sometimes so much better? Shrek two, that one was good too. Yeah, I think it just builds upon what was already there. Mm. Well, Pixar is known for their sequels, mm-hmm. but we're only talking about franchises. Mm-hmm. Oh, also a franchise that I didn't say that I hated was the Kissing Booth. Oh my god! Did you see the third one? It just came out. No, I'm so I've, excited. I've, I stopped at one. Okay, really? I saw the trailer for the second one. Didn't want to. Uh, you should stop. You should have stopped at like the first one. What, what's the need for the second or third one? Okay, my opinion. I think it's a terrible movie, but I love it. I love hate watching it. I love. Ugh, I, I don't even want. To. I've seen I it like six times. No, my god. Just stop I, with the first. I don't want to watch. And it was a whole experience to too, because me and my mm-hmm. friend would watch it, and the whole time she'd mm-hmm. bash it, and I'd just be like, "This makes me so happy." I love. Oh my terrible movies Ugh, I, so i like the kissing absolutely booth. hate it i'm so I, the only reason i haven't seen the third one yet is because mm-hmm. i can't decide which friend i want to torture and watch it with <laughs> better not be me oh come on after this if i have to can i like i'll, I'll probably rant or something oh we saw sierra burgess as a loser together oh that one was so bad i loved too. it so much <laughs> oh my gosh oh it was so oh. bad and i loved every second of it mm. It was terrible, though. Do you have any, like, franchises that, that you hate? Um, no. I don't think so. Oh, Twilight. I've never seen, don't want to. Really? Never so, seen, mm-hmm. never want to. I find it something else. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was kind of um forced into that a little bit. Mm. Uh, the whole, I've only seen, I don't think I've seen the whole series, but, like, my sister was, like, a huge fan of it. So I, too, became a fan of it. And, like, I think we even went to, like, the Twilight convention. Oh, my God. There was a whole convention about it. Um, I mean, it was it was a time. It was a time. Um, I didn't hate it. it I just... Mm, we don't talk about it. Even the actors I forgot for don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's... I... No, it's not good. Mm. I don't say I hate it, but it's just not good. Yeah. But it's just so cool to be at, like, an age where, you know, you can grow up alongside these movies. That's what I like, too. Yeah. It's kind of special to be, like, when you were, like, eight and now finishing up a series or a franchise, you could be, like, 18 yeah, or so something like that. Mm-hmm. Grow up with it. It's kind of, like, perfect because, okay, 
do you prefer having that long stretched out grow with it kind of thing like span of 10 years or are you more of the just give me the like 27 movies in one sitting and I'll watch it when I get a chance I think with the 27 movies I think I'm a little bit overwhelmed by that a little mm. bit well that was <laughs> just like one which one should I'm sorry. Well, that was just like one example. Like, yeah, for I think it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess there's some space in between. I know Toy Story two did that. Yeah, like with the first three, like they waited till like the third movie till the ones who watched it when they were younger were like growing up or like were like eighteen, mm. like adult. So I think like they banked on that nostalgia. But I don't understand why there was a fourth one. I hear it was successful, though. Yeah, it was pretty good. But, yeah, I don't know. Because when you grow up alongside something, it kind of becomes more special. And it's it's mm-hmm. different than if you wait till the movies come out and then just watch the movies. Maybe not in one sitting, yeah. but you just, like, where this isn't a movie, but it's kind of like I watched Avatar The Last Airbender as it was coming out. And mm-hmm. you watched it way after. And yeah, I feel like those are very, yeah, and I feel like those are very different experiences. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I watched it in bulk, so because I binge watched the series. Yeah, so I didn't have to wait like every single. And you didn't have those week, years yeah. of being with it. No, or the time I just between. watched it in one sitting. Oh mm-hmm. my god, there was like a video game and everything. I'm new to the whole um, world of Avatar. Exactly, so. but it's kind of like <laughs> that thing, but with like franchises. It's like yeah. is one better? Is one worse? Do you want to wait? Do you not? I don't know. Are you more of a movie theater person? Like, do you go to movies? I go to movies, but only when it's, I guess, a franchise. Like, unless it's Marvel or something. Mm-hmm. I don't really go to standalone movies anymore. They don't really fascinate me. Or it's like, why bother? Yeah. Because a movie theater is really big. You know, it's it's a, it's a whole trip. And it's $15. Kind of ridiculous a little bit. Some cases. <laughs> And, like, there's a lot of movies, like, streaming, like, on Netflix and Prime and Hulu, so. But I don't think I've watched a lot of standalone movies as of late. I know. Well, that's the whole point of, like, why franchises have been the biggest movies or the biggest box Mm -hmm. office hits for, like, decades is because they became popular and just stayed popular. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to keep that popularity going as it's dying out. True. But I feel bad. I feel bad for the standalone movies because there's a lot mm-hmm. that people don't pay attention to or don't see or don't notice. Yeah. And they can kind of tank or slide under the radar because if there's... Everybody's talking about the franchises. Everybody's going just... for the franchises. So, like, it's kind of like, do you want to see The Hunger Games, the last movie, or do you want to see it random? Might be a good movie, might not be. hmm You know? Because with franchises, you you... You know the characters, you're invested in the plot, you're spending time, you might have grown up with it. So there's more investment Mm -hmm. personally into a franchise than there is a standalone throw-off movie. Yeah. And that kind of is another disadvantage. I think there's a lot of really good single movies out there. Oh, yeah. Tons and tons and tons. There's thousands that I can name off the top of my head that I love. Mm -hmm. But it's just different. And would you think, take one yeah. movie or would you take ten? I don't know. Depends. It depends. It depends Some people me. can't do it. Sometimes stuff is just drawn out. Yeah. 
There's a few that come to mind. There are a few that come to mind, too. (laughs) But, yeah. So, there is, with all this oversaturation in the market, there's kind of been this term going around called franchise fatigue. Basically, that millennials and Gen Z, the audience as a whole, is just tired Mm -hmm. of how big these franchises are and how much they, quote-unquote, dig them up. They're just, they want less less marvel less this less franchises being such a huge part of movie going experiences mm-hmm. they say there's too many reboots too many sequels too many prequels too many yeah. adaptions mm-hmm. and they're just tired <laughs> they're tired of this they want new so yeah or it even just like they're pushing for yeah single movies yeah that or just new just new franchises even they keep going for the old mm-hmm. Where's the creativity? Basically, a lot of people say that it's just too repetitive, that the audience has been aging. Because, again, some of these are 10 years long. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, from when you're 5 to when you're 15, huge difference. And you got to have to, like, grow with it. I think Harry Potter Mm -hmm. is a good one. And we keep bringing it up. But it's I think it's perfect. It's a great example. Yeah. Of, like, how it just it started off. In 2001, very bright and colorful, very kitty. Mm-hmm. But as it grew, it got darker and darker, and there was more heavy themes introduced. It, it mm-hmm. the actors grew and the audience grew with them. Yeah, with the movies. Yeah, which is well done. Yeah, so a lot of people are just saying that they're just tired of franchises or the specific ones we have now. And I feel like you're kind of in there. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, Marvel's great, though. Mm, I don't know. I can't... Oh, really? You don't like this next phase, I feel like. I don't like this next phase. <laughs> I am I'm open. I'm open-minded. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. But I'm very hesitant, and I'm very nervous. Skeptical? Uh, not skeptical. I'm just delicate. You don't want it to be ruined. I'm just nervous. I don't okay. I don't know the directions it's going to go in and if it'll be good. I like what I'm seeing so far, but I'm very I think it's more of the fan side, like the fan theories yeah. that I don't want to come true. I'm scared they will. Mm-hmm. I I know a few, but I want to see it work out. We'll see. I hope so. It'd be great to have another 10 years, but I also feel like it'll never be what it was. Yeah. But that's just life. Mhm. Really sad. No one to end it. No one to end it a little bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, but like we said, some people say that franchise fatigue is just a huge thing going on right now. But some people are saying not so much. They think franchises are staying a success that, you know, it has that nostalgia factor. It has that foundational story. And franchises usually, because the whole problem when we were trying to figure out how to separate millennials and Gen Z is that yeah, the great thing about franchises is they're – all-encompassing of ages yeah you can enjoy Mm -hmm. it at pretty much any age if it's successful Mm -hmm. and it grows again with you so even though i'll use harry potter again (laughs) even though harry Mm -hmm. potter the first and the second one were for children i still love it very much yeah is it Mm -hmm. nostalgia i don't 100 percent know but i don't think so i think it was a genuinely good movie so even though i'm older you can still appreciate you can go you can go back to it and still have the same feelings, I guess. Yeah, some stuff unfortunately you can it just doesn't stand up. Yeah. Yeah. But 
I really love it when it does. And usually mm-hmm. franchises, think about Star Wars. That's like 50 trillion years old. But here yeah. are people still mm-hmm. obsessed with it. That's true. But I know there's like, there's, because there's three different eras. The original ones. Well, there you the go. The prequels. <laughs> and then the sequels or something. I don't the know the timelines. I don't know what the... Yeah, and, like, I know a lot of, there's some Star Wars fans out there that very don't mad, like the prequels. Very mad, Still pressed about the sequels. I only know, like, the f- original, like, the original three. I'm pretty sure I've seen Done. all of them. Even, like, the new ones? Yep, I've seen the old ones, the medium ones, the new ones. I've the medium s- ones? <laughs> well, you know, the middle. <laughs> the prequels, yeah. I don't know the order because it was mm-hmm. it was like backwards, right? Like it was. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird, so I don't know the order. So it's just old, middle, new. Okay, I liked. Yeah. I liked some of the new ones, not okay. all of the choices. I know, like a lot of like even like some of the actors don't like the newest ones. I can see why. I don't necessarily agree. Okay. It was like oh, I didn't like the third one. I liked mm-hmm. the second one. I know people really hated. I didn't mind it. But. Okay, unpopular opinion, maybe. I know. I <laughs> Here I am being brave. I can't, yeah. I can't really talk about it because I haven't seen, like, the newest ones. I, I mean, didn't watch a lot of prequels if, either. If you see the originals, they're not that great either. So. Ooh. But they're okay. very. There's, I can, Fighting words. I can see why they're great. I like mm. them, but they're definitely mm. not up there. Okay. But you know I, what? It Fair lived opinion. on forever. It has yes. a ride in Disney. Mm-hmm. We're good. The fandom is fine without me. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. All right. I think we should wrap it up here. It was a great discussion yeah. about franchises. Mm-hmm. We're really into it. I'd say so. Maybe. And <laughs> you can join the discussion on Twitter at Cusp Discuss and Instagram at Discuss the Cusp. What will we discuss next time? Join to find out. Mm-hmm.